0: So we're back with 10 minutes of Talmud And today we are still talking about Psalms Which are the building blocks of Jewish prayer And we're still on Psalm 136 Which is God's highlight reel So we'll say our blessing and be on our way Adonai Alright, Psalm 136 Now we did the first part of Psalm 136 And again, I just want to set it up in your head we're in the temple the levites have come in they've gone up all the 15 steps they've sung us on on each step they've kind of settled in on that ledge where they're going to be all day and before they let the whole thing get going with the animals and the sacrifices and stuff like that they're going to give us like one big closing number and this is it <laughs> So we started out Psalm 136, which is this call and response thing, right? The response is always, Really easy on the crowd, with um, sort of saying who we're going to praise. And then the first part of this psalm was praising God for the world and the environment and all the things that we enjoy in the environment. All right. And, you know, the world keeps turning around. I mean, it's... that's what we're praising God for. So the next thing that we're going to praise God for is God's next biblical show-stopping number, if we can keep with the analogy of show <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm going to get nailed for... Uh, being sacrilegious, which I don't mean, but, you know, I just see this as a performance deal. Um, So the next big show-stopping thing that we want to mention is the exodus from Egypt, right? I mean, let's face it, this is God's major lead show-stopping number. I'm sorry. But the whole 10 plagues thing, getting us out of Egypt, getting us through the sea, right, compared with, Let's say some chapters in the beginning of the book of Ex- uh, in the book of Leviticus. Let's face it, definitely more gripping. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, so we're going to be picking up here on Psalm one thirty six verse ten. Right, so he struck Egypt. To their firstborn. Okay, so wow, um, you know, <laughs> skipping right to the head of the line, skipping so, uh, skipping plagues one through nine and going right to ten. And actually, you know something? If you think about it, that's the least logically explaina- ex- explainable of all the plagues right you can you, you can you can actually logically explain Psalms, excuse me plagues 1 through 9 because if there was a, a abnormal flooding on the nile uh, all the rest of the the plagues would follow in the course of a year there's actually a logical progression you can explain them now i've heard people explain the plague of the firstborn in a logical way as well Saying that if you had all these environmental disruptions, and there was something uh, wrong with the grain, whether it was mildew or some, you know, something was wrong with the grain, and if the firstborns get a double portion of food, as opposed to all the other kids, then the firstborns would be the ones who receive the most tainted food, and they'd be the ones. Uh, that would be more likely to die. I, I, you know, I've heard that theory, I, you know, I, I I have to think about it a little more. I'm, I'm a little more convinced about the uh, explainability of the first nine. But anyway, it, 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 really just on the face of it, that last one is basically you, you, that's, that's the hand of God kind of deal. That you would take the oldest child in a house and not take the others. So they're going right for the right for the big leagues. <laughs> you know? Either that, or they don't want to go through all ten plagues in the song. That's, again, as a performance issue, I, I see that as entirely possible. Okay. So, he took Israel from within, without their midst. Because God's mercy is enduring, the Yarchazakha Uvis Rowan the yah with a strong hand and a mighty outstretched arm, for his mercy endures forever. The gozer Yam Suf Ligzarim, and he made Israel, and he split apart the sea of reeds, right? Kilelum Kastel. I mean, you, could, you know, when you hear the rhythm of it in the Hebrew without me hammering and explaining, actually you can really, really, really hear the rhythm, can you? Um, so he split apart the Sea of Reeds, and he made Israel pass uh, through it. The Okay. The Erefer the and he hurled Pharaoh and his army into the sea, Kile Lumchasto. And he led his people through the desert. All right, and now we get into a little bit later part of biblical history. Okay? Now we're now we're going to get into things that don't necessarily happen in Torah and kind of happen a little bit later. Uh, in terms of the conquest of the land of Egypt, uh, excuse me, the land of Israel. And so now we're going to get this list of kings that were conquered so that the Jews could get into the land of Israel. Okay. He slew the great kings. And he i I'm sorry, uh, yeah, and he slew the mighty kings, I guess you would say, Kilam Chasto. The Sichon Melechmori Kile Lam Chasto. So he killed off Sihon, the king of the Amorites. Ula Og Meleh Habashan, Kile Lamchasto, and he killed Og the king of Bashan. Vinatan Artsan Nachala Kile Lam And he gave their land as an inheritance, nachalale Yisrael, afdo, an inheritance to Israel, his servant. Zakharlanu, who took note of our degradation. and he rescued us from our enemies. No tein lechem l'chol and gives food to all flesh. Hodu leel Hashemayim ki lelamchastel. So he gives food to all the flesh. Praise the God of Heaven. Now I'm just gonna suggest just one tiny itsy bitsy bitsy thing to you here. Hodu leel. That last verse, that is really a puzzler, isn't it? Because you sure would have expected him to end up where he started. Okay, going to let you think on that one. (laughs) Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.